Welcome back to the Native Easy Sports Show. This is episode eight. We're talking all about the new Suns owner, Matt Ishbia. Brought to you by Patak and Dalton. Ben, how the hell are you? Patak, hope springs eternal here in the Valley. I could not be more excited for this guy, Matt Ishbia. Welcome to town. Welcome, Matt, to town. Subtle plug, you need a house, I'm your guy. No, but dude, I am so, so excited that it's Robert Sarver's out. Like ding he's dong, the witch is dead. Ding dong, the mother effing witch is dead. Goodbye. Hope you have a nice life. Uh, we God, I, I just never thought this day would come. Uh, I'm so excited. He seems to check every box that you could be looking for on paper. It's a turning point. This franchise, it's a little bit of a sleeping giant, as we've seen on some of these articles. And I, I am so excited. How many nights have we talked? Uh, Sober and not sober uh, after sporting events, after Phoenix Suns games, playoff games, Arizona sports matches, when we're at parties at our friends' houses. Man, if we could just only get Robert Sarver out. Man, if we could only just get Sarver out. And it's here. We went from Jerry Colangelo to the abyss after Nash left. And now we're on a little bit of a high just because of the encore product. And all we needed was good, stable ownership, and it's finally arrived. Let's paint a picture, Suns fans. We got the brand new practice facility, state of the art. We're not in some dump in the arena that we used to practice in when I was a ball boy. That that court was a piece of crap. It was horrible. It only now, had two main hoops. It, had it was it was shit. Not, it was horrible. And that, it was and it was bad. Uh, we have a fully renovated arena with beautiful amenities, an unbelievably gorgeous state-of-the-art uh you know arena we play at we have james jones monty williams chris paul devin booker a great young core good veterans hopes for a championship and the one thing that we had was that just black eye on the whole valley robert sarver and he is gone not just from a character standpoint but someone who honestly didn't have the money that these other owners have franchises but we finally have someone that we think has the chips to push us all in. So you're saying Robert Sarver was a broke boy? Uh, Sorry I'm if I'm calling Robert Sarver who no. just sold his <laughs> franchise for four. He's not broke anymore. A broke boy. He's not I a broke boy. That was that was a petty shot. He by can me. ride off into his sunset villa and yeah. take care of himself the rest of the life. Congrats! You still you still won the game, Robert. So let's talk about Matt Ishbia. Okay, he the Suns are valued at four billion dollars. Buying 60% of the Suns for $2.4 billion with him and his brother, Justin. Justin is a hedge fund guy, uh, Shore Capital Partners, it looks like. Uh, Matt runs and owns United Wholesale Mortgage. I think his dad started the company, took over when he had 12 employees. He grew 12 to, employees, yes. Grew it to 7,000. So in my line of work, I'm a real estate agent. Okay, I've used United Wholesale Mortgage for over 50 buyers through mortgage brokers I've worked with. They're a powerhouse. They seem to be the Costco of mortgages. Yes. I'd say they're the Costco of mortgages. They treat employees well. The interest rates are really good. This isn't just a real estate plug, but it's very impressive how he runs his business, which should translate, I think, well to how he delegates, how he empowers leadership. Uh, I've just been nothing but impressed on my line of work, working with his company, United Wholesale Mortgage. So a little bit of a bio on Matt. Matt with one T. One T. Ishbia. Yep. For those out there. Um, he is 42 years old, obviously runs United Wholesale Mortgage worth what we know to be about $5.6 so, Yeah, 5.1. 5.1. 5. 5. 5. 5. 5. 5. 5. 5. 
it seems to vary. A lot of his, his worth is held up in his stock price. So it probably varies by day, Patek. Right. But he also was a walk-on at Michigan State. I love this. I think played for three Final Four teams, one championship team. And if you listen to some of his daily huddles or some of the interviews he's done, especially one on 60 Minutes, he talks about how Tom Izzo is the driving force for his leadership skills. We all know Tom Izzo, one of probably the top five college coaches of all time. And he operates his business already as if it is a basketball organization. I've seen a video where they actually did a Mighty Ducks quack, 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 Mr. Ducksworth, at the start of any daily huddle that they have in the office. So this guy seems tailor-made and is already running his org like a basketball org. What's he going to do with the Suns? Probably and hopefully very good things. Uh, he obviously knows how to run a huge you know, private company, a private enterprise in the United Wholesale Mortgage uh, in the mortgage business. So as long as he can delegate, empower leaders, and one of our points is, are they going to keep former execs that were under Sarver? I think heck no. I think guys like Jason Rowley probably are out. Other guys that are in probably the top organization, he's going to bring people in. But he might bring in someone in basketball operations, general manager. There is a chance, right? We'll talk about that in a little bit. But let's recap this. Second largest American pro sports franchise sale behind the Denver Broncos. Largest in NBA history. Ishbia, both brothers, are much more cash rich uh, you know, than um, Robert Sarver, even though a lot of, like we mentioned, uh, you know, the stock of United Wholesale Mortgage due to the mortgage industry is a little bit down. Uh, overall, much more, you know, they're much more well capitalized. So we're bringing in a new hope. We're bringing in a new face, positivity, a guy who is, doesn't have, as of that we've seen on Google or anything, any controversies. This is just such a great day for Phoenix. It is. We're, I'm extremely excited. I think this Even feels good. some of the wholesale changes, and we've heard some of the folks referred to as good old boys at the Suns now. We saw another article come out this week talking about how some of the execs still in power um, were some of those who had the bad characteristics. It wasn't just Sarver. So I don't see Matt sticking with those folks when he comes in, probably cleaning house a little bit. I'd anticipate that he does a little bit of due diligence and evaluation on the org, it's not going to be a clean sweep right away. Right. Um, but he also, I believe, lives up in the Midwest. Uh, so he's Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. Uh, he's going to need to probably move down here, at least have a place down here for a certain period of time. Um, yeah. To get a little bit of a footing on things. I wouldn't be shocked if he moves or opens a, another office here. So that would be another boom for Arizona. It wouldn't shock me. No, more jobs. More jobs, more growth in Phoenix. Uh, how about we move United Wholesale Mortgage? We need more you know, head, uh, headquarters in Phoenix. That'd be amazing. But um, he doesn't like Dan Gilbert either. He has a huge feud with Dan Gilbert. This dude is so competitive and driven. Uh, he also donated $35 million, Matt Ishbia, to Michigan State basketball. So it's a really funny feud between um, – Ishbia runs United Wholesale Mortgage and Dan Gilbert, owner of the Cavs, who runs uh, Quicken Loans. Rumor is that the Michigan football coach only has a job because uh, Ishbia donated $14 million to Michigan State to keep him on staff. That shows you he's willing to spend money to win. And what I really liked in, in some of the things that I've read is he did call out Dan Gilbert, who let go of multiple thousands of employees, even though he's making money over fist and he said if i'm matt said i think if i'm making money i'm not letting go of my employees i'm evaluating and training top talent in order to keep them 
and empower them. And that sounds like someone who's going to run an organization the way I want them to. Kind of fired up. Yeah, I saw that. He said he hasn't laid off anybody in the last like 20, 30 years or something like that. And uh, I just love that he's young. He's a basketball savant. He loves basketball. This uh, is a direct quote from the Forbes article. Basketball is at the core of my life from high school days as a player to the honor of playing for Coach Izzo and winning a national title at Michigan State. I've spent the last two decades building my mortgage business and the number one mortgage lender. I'm confident we can bring the same. So that's what we're getting. Now let's let's move on to um, yeah. Do we build Baxter Holmes and Greta a statue in Phoenix now or wait? Like, first off, side note, thank God for Baxter Holmes making this report. He got a lot of crap for it. He got hammered by a lot of people saying it was a targeted report and a lot of it turned out to be true yeah and, and i'm a lawyer nick so i know a lot of what baxter said was it was a ton of hearsay so not necessarily proven in the courtroom but it showed what was going on at this organization that represents our city and i don't want that anywhere near my beloved sports team so baxter holmes let's stand up and take a bow for you we applaud you you are welcome at our house for Thanksgiving anytime. Steak 44 is on me and Ben. Steak 44. We'll, we'll hopefully we'll maybe give you a tour of the practice facility that's right there. Beautiful yes. camel back view too. We'll take Short you the best club. Mexican food too. Any free agents out there? Um, Let's talk about Matt Ishbia. The big thing is that, let's talk on the trade side. You know, one of the biggest things we've seen as rumors wasn't substantiated, but we, you know, without a, an owner, there was a chance we might not have been able to trade draft picks in this upcoming trade deadline. Today is December 23rd, 2022. The you know, trade deadline's, I think, February 9th or close to it of next year. Now we have an owner in place. That gives me so much more hope. I don't think they're going to make this big swing. We'll talk on that. But I do think they're going to... Big swing meaning like Kevin Durant midseason or something like that. But I think they are going to make a trade and possibly trade a draft pick or two now that Ishbia can authorize us and say, okay, we need to go for it now. Right. There's been multiple things that we've been waiting on, Nick. We, we heard the December 15th deadline, of course, which we're now eight days over, which is when free agents were able to be traded here in this upcoming season. So that was a day that Suns fans were looking out. We also heard a lot of rumors, especially for Jay Crowder. One specifically, that was Jay Crowder to the Bucks. We would receive Eric Gordon and Martin back from Houston for second round picks. And we heard that it could only be second round picks because there was no authority given to James Jones to trade high draft capital or go into the luxury tax. So Ishbia strikes me as a guy who wants to win and he wants to win quick. So I'd actually be shocked if we don't make, I'm not going to say the big swing, but I'd say a double or a triple in right. terms of something here before the trade deadline. I think that's fair. And I think he realizes we have a good thing going. If he's a basketball mind, he, he can look at the salary situation, this roster. He can figure out Chris Paul's 37 years old going on 38, right? Like he, he understands that the time to win is now. We have a nice young core signed for the long term in Booker, Aiton, Bridges, pending with Cam Johnson. Nice thing now is that with hopefully the media rights renegotiation package and, you know, the revenues of the league have gone going up and up. He might be able to say, look, I'm going to spend a ton of money. Like you said, maybe this gives us, I think I, this gives me more hope that Cam Johnson might get extended slash if we are able to in the next year or two get under the, the uh, salary cap number, if that salary cap does go up, that he's willing to go deep in the luxury tax to win. Um, given that, you know, Suns game sell out, we have a lot of, you know, we have a really good thing going. So, um, 
I just think ultimately they're going to take that swing, like you said, probably a middle to, you know, middle of the road swing, second, like a, in a baseball term, sec, a, tri, a, a double or a triple. But as of now, we're probably both in agreement, like a KD type is probably any big one that's going to wait to the offseason. Right. But we, we've seen these young owners, these young new billionaires come in, and, and Matt's one of the youngest at 42. Um, the Mets, the Padres recently, just going out and spending money, getting the fan base riled up, really just throwing it to the wind because they're not going to get that money back. Um, hopefully Matt is on that train. Now, one of the things I'll say that does have me a little bit curious is he is a basketball mind, does seem to, to like to be hands-on. Is he going to let James Jones do his talent evaluation job and his staff? We saw when Robert Sarver came in, and yes, came from a very different background, very different person. He wanted to be extremely hands-on and picking players, selecting coaches, being the guy in the room. I want Matt to obviously be a guy in the room, but I want him to empower people to do their jobs. does sound like that's how he runs his company, but it does leave me a little bit curious. Is he going to overmetal? Let's hope not. Right. Or is he going to keep James Jones? I think I can't see James going anywhere. My guess is that James Jones was given two titles recently. One of those will be stripped of him. That's just the basketball operations title, which is the the day-to-day interaction for the Mercury and the Suns. He'll probably bring in a new individual to run that more business side of things. And I'd hope let James do the basketball on court product. Of course, every new owner is going to want to do evaluation, but he's been too good in the amount of time that he's been here. I, I don't think that's a great way of stepping into the fan base and causing that type of shakeup. Sure. But he did just get di- promoted to director of basketball ops, right? True. But you wonder, was that a promotion because they thought, oh, we need someone in this role yeah. that knows their stuff and or, can maybe train the next Or it might be that the condition of the sale. We don't know these things. It's just speculation, but condition of sale is if I'm buying the team, I'm bringing my own GM in, but we can keep this guy in basketball ops. But we want somebody doing more, you know, on draft picks and things like that. Cause let's be honest, James Jones hasn't really done that great in the draft. Yeah. I mean, he got Cam Johnson, right. And, but he obviously in the, the other drafts didn't take the top guys. We know the Tyrese Halliburton. It's a massive fumble there. Massive Um, fumble. I mean, Sacramento Kings are kicking themselves too as he's performing there in the Pacers organization. But I think he's had too many connections. He's he's eighty percent from the field. You you can't get rid of a guy like that, especially the way this this organization is going. Bubble run finals, sixty four wins, and hopefully this year we take some sort of swing and, and can really make another run here at a championship. I love it. Uh, hopefully, Matt is willing to spend, like we said. Hopefully, it riles up the fan base even the fan base even more to buy more merchandise. That's just another like thing that can drive an incremental revenue to the you know organization. If you're selling out tickets and sold out on suites, uh, and all the corporate sponsorships are fixed for the year, you know you can't really raise more revenue from the team perspective that way. But what you can do is sell more merchandise. So I'm sure. If things consistently go well, that uh, there will be more and more Suns merch sold, more and more of a return on investment to Matt. Because um, as we you, you alluded to, if you're going deep in the luxury tax, repeater tax, you are cash flow negative, probably, right? Because the liabilities exceed the revenues. Those player salaries plus those luxury tax payments, you have to have an owner like Steve Cohen or some, who just doesn't care. Is like, I want to win so badly. We're going to do it. You know, like Field of Dreams, you build it, they will come. 
that's hopefully what Matt will do and be like, I am willing to spend, 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 and we're going to build a long-term contender throughout this whole decade and beyond. Well, absolutely. And that's why I love that he has his own business that he's still going to operate. He's not necessarily a Michael Bidwell who all of his positive cash flow for his own personal income from comes from the Cardinals. Ishbia, this could possibly just be his toy. And ultimately, when he maybe sells the team or passes it down, however it goes, that's where he capitalizes on it, like a Robert Sarver did. Uh, in all likelihood, these franchises are going nowhere but up. Correct. And on the business side, you just made a really good point. The total return on investment on a pro sports franchise is not on annual cash flow. It's not on levered or unlevered free cash flow. It's on the appreciation of the asset, the team. NBA teams, pro sports franchises have appreciated at crazy numbers since you know the year 2000 with these media right deals. Ishbia and Justin Ishbia, both of the brothers, have really uh, successful companies. And obviously, we're in a little bit of a recession in a 22 going to 2023. There's a chance mortgage rates stay high. But let's just say this, if mortgage rates, this, this is relevant to the conversation, if rates start coming down, the economy, if the, the Fed starts printing more money or cutting rates and things start rebounding by end of 2023, there's going to be a massive refinance boom. Mortgage lenders make money, right? Uh, originating loans and selling them, right? So I think you're going to see United Wholesale Mortgage Stock and probably Justin Ishbia's company start to do much better performing in the public markets. And I don't think the uh, you know liquidity or their their total money will be an issue. If you're if you're looking at the stock price of, of United Wholesale Mortgage not doing great, uh, I think that won't be an issue at least in tw late 2023, 2024, and beyond. That's a native take right there, Nick. I appreciate that. So ultimately, I think we're ecstatic. Great week in the valley. We have Christmas time, Hanukkah, all of the celebrations. And now we have Matt Ishbia to hopefully finally bring that title home to the Valley. Come on, Matt. Let's go, baby. You know what it sort of reminds me of? It's like in uh, Avengers Endgames where Thanos has like the last ring, right? You've got James Jones, Monty Williams, the team. We got Booker. The sick uniforms. We got our 90s jerseys back. All we needed was a new owner. Avengers. Assemble. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I hope you have a fantastic holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy holidays. Whatever you celebrate. Spend time with family and friends. Uh, signing off from Patak and Dalton. Everybody have a great holiday season. Thanks, everyone. Have a great holiday. Take care.